It was never my intention to enter into marine aquaculture, but it was a series of events that led me to it. In particular, one of the things that I wanted to do was I wanted to start a business whose foundation was built on sustainability and solving an environmental problem. And in 2000, the early 2000s, the amount of wild caught fish required to raise salmon was four kilos of wild caught fish to raise one kilo of salmon. And the reason for that was for the fish oil. And the reason the fish oil was important was for the omega-3s that are in the fish oil. And for salmon, omega-3s are a gotta have. They're not a nice to have. They must have them to survive. So we were able to find a way to make the omega-3s in a yeast rather than taking them from wild captured fish in the ocean. And this provided us a way then to substitute the wild marine ingredients in the salmon diet with something that was produced in a fermentation, much as you would grow beer, for instance. And that was able to lower the amount of fish, wild fish, required to raise the salmon down from four kilos in to one kilo out to less than one kilo in, so we made more than a fourfold increase. I think that fish that require fish feed can be sustainable for a number of reasons. One is we are going to have to continue to supply ourselves with meat. And the most sustainable way that we can do it is through aquaculture. Conservation International has said that by far and away, the most frugal use of resources in livestock production comes from from aquaculture, from fish farming. And if, uh, furthermore, what they said was that governmental policies ought to be in place to encourage aquaculture and discourage um, other terrestrial livestock agriculture because of how environmentally favorable it was. Now, there's a couple of ways that you can look at the way that you feed animals. Fish have a distinct advantage over terrestrial animals because they don't have to control their body temperature. It is what the ocean provides them. So they don't use their precious calories to maintain their body temperature. Furthermore, they live in a weightless environment and so they don't need much of a skeleton at all. They don't certainly need to make big bones that keep them upright. So everything that goes into a fish is more devoted toward getting the meat that we eat. And so we have a more efficient user of input resources than we do with terrestrial agriculture. Marine aquaculture is gonna play a crucial role in our food future. What we know right now is that various scientists and other environmental authorities tell us we need roughly to double our food production in the next 25 years. But we already use 38% of the world's land and 70% of the world's freshwater with the agriculture that we have presently. So there's no way we can double either of those things and we have to look to the ocean. As we look to the ocean, however, the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations tells us that the fish that are, the wild fish in the ocean are already by and large caught at or above their sustainable limits and we won't be able to get more seafood from the ocean that comes from wild caught fish. We'll continue to get what we already have, but it won't increase. So if we're going to follow our increase in population with increasing amounts of fish supply, then it's going to come from aquaculture and it's gonna come from the oceans. Furthermore, 
we in the United States at least, are not eating enough fish at all. The dietary guidelines from 2015 say that we should be eating eight ounces of seafood per person per week, and that's 26 pounds per year and our current consumption is 14. So we really do need a dramatic increase in the aquaculture in the oceans to provide us the fish we need for our health and also for the nutrition and calories we're going to need in the future.